0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode six of Buckets
1: of Duckets.
0: Guys, I am your host, Chase Myers, and over there is my co-host, the great one,
1: Josh Watts. Boom. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode six. That is a, a number that is more than five, but it's also less than 10.
0: Oh, you gave yourself a lot of room there. You gave yourself a lot. I thought you were going to go seven. I I will admit, I have been shocked at how often you've actually, like, I've, like, you've swerved me. Like, I've, on like three occasions, been like, I know where this is going to go.
1: It's got to be fucking seven. And then here comes (laughs) ten. Dude, I will work everybody in this fucking podcast (laughs) into thinking, you never know where I'm going, dude. Dirtiest mathematician in the game. We're sponsored by Bang now.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that, but okay got to be careful, dude. People are trying to take our videos down.
1: Yeah, YouTube.
0: Yeah. Uh, Guys, by the way, thank you everybody that supported (laughs) uh, so far on this show. We've done five episodes now, uh, which I'm super excited about. Uh, Just the momentum we got going. But thank you guys to everybody that uh, waited for our YouTube version to come out uh, of the last episode because it was a couple days late because big YouTube wanted to
1: fuck us. They tried to bend us over and fuck us. They fucked us with the Bill of Rights right in our freedom-loving asses. And I tell you what, as a veteran who fought for freedom, oh, I am cheesed off, all right? Cheesed off.
0: And Josh doesn't say that lightly.
1: No. If you know anything about me, you know, if I say cheesed off, violence follows.
0: I've known Josh for 37 years. I... I've never heard this man say cheesed off, okay? This is a new level that you Ooh, have brought upon us, you, you two. Too. Um
1: I don't know who's I don't know who's in charge of you two, but I'm just gonna start beating up employees until they tell until, me. Until
0: take me to him. Show me where he's at. <laughs> okay?
1: I'm coming for you little you little video editing nerds. I'm gonna beat the shit out of every one of you until you tell me it's Zuckerberg or whoever's in charge, and then I'm coming for him.
0: It's on them you don't say something, it's on you, okay? You're going to get your coworker beat oh. the fuck up because you won't turn over your boss. Stop being you want, selfish. You, wanna, you know who we want.
1: You want to come home and see a dude like me beating up your babysitter and your children? No? Then tell me who the fuck runs YouTube. How about that?
0: How about that? I'm not Googling shit. You tell me. You tell me who it is.
1: Nah, dude. <laughs> my fingers are too muscular to type in google mm-hmm. phrases
0: no these hands are made mm-hmm. for punching okay that's what these hands are for all <laughs> day so this head is,
1: about... is made for knocking teeth out not for thinking all right absolutely absolutely i came here to fight not to learn
0: yeah man so we uh I I was really excited about the last episode we did um and I I, I put in a lot of extra work and put in some clips from the stand up that we were talking about cuz I didn't want us to just butcher all of our favorite I didn't do
1: jokes shit. It's... I did nothing <laughs>
0: It's amazing it. how we were like, this is my favorite special of all time. I've watched it at least 300 times and then we butchered the joke <laughs> <laughs> that we love so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's nobody I love more than Matt Hedberg, all right? Okay. I've listened to his, his special 76 times.
0: Oh, dude, this is what I did. I uh,
1: Jack Gaffigan every day. I listen to Jack Gaffigan every day of my life.
0: <laughs> He's my favorite. He's my favorite comedian. I... So, uh, Greg Giraldo and Nate Brigazzi. That's, that's who got us taken down for a little bit. Uh, nate I knew Nate. I knew he was coming he, for me. I knew he, he wasn't going to let me he, have that.
1: He ain't going to let you have that.
0: No, it, that man will man. never he, let me have shit. I can't carve my own lane out for nothing without that man trying to block me. Uh, I
1: didn't want to tell you until we were on camera so that you wouldn't make a scene, but he did email me and asked me to do a podcast with him.
0: Oh, I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. Let me guess. Yeah, uh, is it just two friends just chatting it up and talking about their weed? Yeah, is it's just about it us, of being, course. And it's it's just get... about us being best friends. Yeah, and before... yeah. I know what's gonna happen. That shit's gonna end up on like Epics or some like what? Like it's gonna end up somewhere. HBO is gonna have it's you already. Guys on it's already there. gonna
1: be a movie. They already. They already reached out to, us to make it into a, a movie. <laughs>
0: Podcast, podcast the movie, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're in sync over here at buckets Great and duckets. <laughs> we are in sync over here at buckets and duckets. um
1: it's really good to see you man it's been a long week
0: yeah dude yeah uh <laughs> So, yeah, Nate and uh, Greg Dorado, I guess his estate or somebody. I don't know. I guess I used too much of the clips or I... Because he's dead. Or I pulled... Uh, right? Yeah, that's why I said estate. That's like... Uh, I was just clearing it up. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know
1: some of the dum dumbs that listen to this podcast don't know that estate means somebody's dead. Oh, that's true. I forget but about all these dum-dums. the late, uh, the past, deceased, formerly alive, uh, used to be here... There's a lot of phrases that mean dead. Yes.
0: And thank you for educating us on that, Josh.
1: <laughs> no problem. <laughs>
0: it needed to be said. No problem. It needed to be this said.
1: Jo- this has been Josh's Corner. Come back next week when I teach you something else.
0: I can't wait. I love this new segment. <laughs> it's my favorite new segment.
1: <laughs> Everybody's going to love this segment. Yeah. it.
0: uh <laughs> just inside baseball it took me like 2 days to edit all this together and to throw it up and then it was a big file it took literally like 12 15 hours for it to finally upload it on YouTube it got on YouTube it, it took
1: fucking forever it
0: was up for 10 minutes and then <laughs> it was taken down i like it immediately happened uh but i'm happy with the way it came out because it, it, we ended up being able to just take those moments out of the out of the show so if you normally watch this on YouTube you probably saw those quick little cuts Uh, hopefully it didn't take too much from it. So, uh,
1: and now Chase never is never going to listen to Gregory Giraldo again. Never,
0: never. Oh, so hold on. This is what I did on that episode that I'm ashamed of. We were talking about botching, uh, we're talking about botching jokes or whatever. So I go to, this is about Greg too. I go to say my fourth favorite special of all time is Greg Giraldo's midlife vices, right? Uh, well, that's great, but the fucking special is called, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Midlife Crisis is what I said. The fucking special is called Mid- Midlife Vices, and uh, and I'm just over here saying this is my favorite thing. That I've While ever- you're
1: holding the DVD. I'm
0: holding the DVD with the title. The <laughs> other thing that I did that just has kept me up for days is uh, Brian Regan's special is called uh, The Epitome of Hyperbole. You know, it's a play on epitome of hyper of, uh, of hyperbole, hyperbole. Yeah. and uh I just couldn't do both words wrong, so I kept saying epitome of hyperbole. I was splitting the difference the whole time, and I had people literally being and it fucks some people up because like our buddy literally was like, "Dude, you got to learn how to say hyperbole." Yeah,
1: it's not. <laughs> like, that's it's not flying.
0: That's not what it is.
1: Uh I had a lot of fun trying to justify my my horrible picks. Yeah. Uh, How you
0: feel about that now that you've had a week to think about what you did?
1: Man, yeah, honest with you, man. Um good. I hope you're fucking mad. I hope not <laughs> Burn it down <laughs> No, but uh, honest to God, dude, I was blown away. Up until we recorded that night, I thought Ray Stevens was everyone in the world's first introduction to comedy. I was so sure. That I would say Ray Stevens, you'd be like, ah, and then we'd start telling stories about Ray Stevens jokes and stuff that we knew and loved. Fucking nothing.
0: Some people came to your defense, though. Uh, a couple, yeah. There were a couple people that said, no, We, I know Ray, somebody said something about, this was the most like, this is how you've heard of Ray Stevens. Somebody said that uh, <laughs> they, they would go to their grandma's house as a kid and drink coffee milk and watch Ray Stevens and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that that is exactly yeah. how you would have found out." Yeah, your out. grandma had
1: a VHS of Ray Stevens. That's probably right. Yeah,
0: that's that's uh, mostly the fan base. Uh I will okay, so I'll cop to this. I didn't know who you were talking about when you told me that. Right? I had no idea. And then I started looking for clips so I can show I can show the world this hidden genius of,
1: <laughs> of Ray Stevens of
0: Ray Stevens and his uh his Comedic country genius his country song parodies and uh and i stumbled across that that the banger the clip yeah the clip that we played in the episode the whole like the squirrel went berserk in the church
1: so i the first self-practice uh, church in that sleepy little town of Pascagoula.
0: yep that right one there,
1: youtube's gonna take that down yep that <laughs> one
0: and uh yeah dude i'm trying to do no clips this week all right i can't have you giving perfect imitations of the artists that we love okay
1: just seeing that clip, watching because I watch our own podcast because I think it's really good. Oh, I love looking at me. Just seeing, just seeing that little clip, no joke. Hearing that song, that little clip makes me so happy. <laughs> I don't know. It just, I know it's bad comedy or whatever, but I fucking love it. It's like watching like people that still watch Full House.
0: Full House didn't deserve that. Why you took that shot of Full House? <laughs> <laughs> Full House ain't never did nothing but be wholesome.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what Ray Stevens is. How many times Ray Stevens ever been arrested with a prostitute and some crack? Not twice. I'll tell you that.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you that much. It's definitely not twice.
1: (laughs) He learned his lesson.
0: (laughs) When I'm watching that, I realized I knew the squirrel song. I did know that song because... I like we've mentioned because
1: it's a classic
0: as it's a classic as we've mentioned I you know as a kid I was raised very purple
1: rain (laughs) superstitious (laughs) Mississippi squirrel pascal cool look everybody knows that dude
0: I'm sorry look I'm I'm here to apologize okay I'm clearly late all right but I realized that back in my church uh whenever I was a kid. Uh, that, that that song was out there I realized like oh I, I, I vaguely <laughs> Remember people joking about this song And the squ- I just But yeah that was the only I would have never known that dude was Ray Stevens I wouldn't have known anything else uh, Those fucking sh- video clips had like 15 million views on them and shit Yeah
1: dude I, I know that's not a surprise to you either. But I, <laughs> I am hella
0: surprised <laughs> I showed everybody in the Pacific Northwest up here I was like you ever seen this guy and They're like what the fuck are you showing me I lost so many friends
1: what is this right now <laughs> clubs canceled your bookings they're like hey look we uh, we heard about this Ray Stevens stuff I'm gonna be honest with you we can't have that here yeah. that is what if that was big YouTube
0: it's all big YouTube now I'm oh, convinced fuck. any any problems so I'm that. gonna have in my life I know where they come from now trying to keep us back uh, another <laughs> apology I need to make for our list is uh and you actually, you were kind of close to this because you were trying to guess what my number one was and you said you thought it would either be Chris Rock uh, or Carlin. Mm-hmm. And there was no Carlin on our list and we didn't even really speak on Carlin. Uh, and your
1: your phone screen is still Carlin, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Pryor and Carlin on my, like, lock screens on my phone. Uh, Carlin is absolutely one of my, uh, like, influences. And you guy, don't even like, need to...
1: It doesn't even really need to be said if... I mean, I guess it does. No, like, well, yeah, he doesn't need to be left off Carlin. when
0: we mentioned everybody else. We fucking. Uh,
1: Personally, I fucking hate Carlin. I think he's a hack and I don't ever want to. Buddy.
0: The strikes on you, <laughs> which your Richard Pryor take and your fucking George Carlin take now are like not looking good. Like this might be the uh, podcast. I, love, I of-
1: love George Carlin. Bill and Ted.
0: Good yeah, shit. this might be the podcast of how we become not friends. I think that's actually what this is. Us documenting. It's a
1: story. It's the story of how we become rivals. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what this. What if that's what? Like a year from now, we're still doing the show, but we just get on to talk shit to each other. <laughs> hey,
1: you motherfucker!
0: <laughs> Don't know comedy ass motherfucker. Uh, so my problem with Carlin, this was why I couldn't put him on the thing. He's got thirteen specials. I couldn't. I don't know I don't know that one I don't know what my favorite one is of those thirteen. And so I didn't want to just be like, here's all of Carlin's catalog, because that's that's cheating right. too. So it's just and you know, he's got some that are kinda eh, you know, they're not all are not all great.
1: I don't like his I don't like the uh I mean, the older stuff where he's uh the hippy dippy you know, like the, the hippie dippy
0: uh, weather man. You don't like hippy dippy weather? The old I don't
1: I don't not like it, yeah. but he got what he did later was so good that it, you know. Yeah,
0: his his I mean, uh it, his last special I love, uh, because at the very beginning of it he comes out and he goes, uh, he goes fuck Tiger Woods and fuck Lance Armstrong and neither one of them had gotten in trouble yet at that point. At that point, they were both just like perfect American heroes, and <laughs> he he saw through the bullshit on both. Now Tiger. Good. Tiger's still a good dude He just likes to fuck Or whatever Like I You know uh, drugs, His so. his main thing is <laughs> Well he He got back problems bro He just taking some pills uh, Passing out on a highway I got
1: back problems too You don't see me doing Pills and fucking porn stars
0: I am uh, you see me doing that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> I, wait. <laughs> I didn't mean to make this moment. I gotta say, t- I, I gotta stand up for Tiger now. Tiger <laughs> as much <laughs> as much to me as any of the. I'm a huge. I played golf this past week. Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm in it. All right. And Lance Armstrong, they hadn't found out how big of a piece of shit he is yet, and so that's just my favorite moment cause that.
1: So wait, is Lance? He's just a piece of shit because he was doping. He
0: was doping and then anybody that tried to come out against him, he basically ruined their life. Like he was so powerful that like there was a there was an American I'm
1: still wearing the bracelet right now, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh
0: it's 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 bad look. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, doc. Yeah. This is not a time to live strong anymore. Okay. Stop. We don't do that anymore. We I used to
1: drive all the way out to Dick's just to pay eight dollars or whatever it was for those stupid fucking bracelets to wear for a little while. Everybody had them, and that's the thing too. I didn't, I didn't give two shits about cancer. I just wanted to have the fucking bracelet. I, th- I was young.
0: That's very honest of you. Uh, <laughs> 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 but that's the thing too. Hey, is he was just inside so baseball. Normal.
1: Chase saying that's very honest of you means he's gonna cut it so I don't look like a monster. <laughs> 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 oh, like this dude has a family. Don't put that. in
0: Can't there. put that out there, dude. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta protect us, man. I can't, I can't be the reason that we don't have a career anymore. Like I'm the one that's, that's controlling true. what we put out. I can't.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, it's your, it's your, it's up to you.
0: Like, okay, all right, let's change that. So this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a couple of episodes, uh, and I haven't. So let's let's talk about it now. Uh, in the first episode, I got in hell of trouble with some ladies uh, <laughs> because. I talked, I talked too openly about too many relationships in the first episode, apparently. uh, And that caused me some trouble in my life. Uh, But here's the thing is either I'm just dumb and like don't understand women, which that can't be it. Uh, Uh, There's no way. There's no way that's what it is. Uh, But like I edited the episode. I listened to it five, six times, you know. And at no point did I think like, well, this is something I need to take out so that I get in trouble. like <laughs> I did it basically. I I documented something to get me in trouble <laughs> forever. It's still there. Go back and check. I, <laughs> go back and check the archives, bros. Yeah, it's there. If I could yeah, if I could go back and change what I'd change, cut that shit out. <laughs> Not have women mad fuck. at
1: me. Still be fucked. Still- <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> Not fucking. Look at what you're doing now. Not fucking. Just recording a podcast. That's not what I want to be. Nate Bergazzi's best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Uh, man. The other day I was the other day I was bathing uh, Zoe Mm -hmm. and she's got some new phrases that. Dude, every day with a four-year-old is just you learn something new that they learned that you Mm -hmm. didn't know they knew, and she was sitting in the tub and she just leaned back till she was floating. And she held her hand up and goes, "It's a lazy Sunday, bro." What, <laughs> dude? <laughs> it was like one of the highlights of my life.
0: Is that song? Do you say I that? Where,
1: I was about to say, "Where did you um, get that?" All right, the bro, th- I do this all the time. We, I'm gonna get judged as the father for this, but one of our favorite movies to watch is No Holds Barred. <laughs>
0: Tell people what it's that is. I don't movie. think everybody knows what that is. Yeah.
1: Uh, no Holds Barred is the nineteen, I think it's eighty nine. Hulk Hogan classic movie uh, with Tiny Zeus Lister. Uh, the movie was written. Vince Man Hulk Hogan locked themselves in a hotel room for like over a weekend or a four day weekend and did a whole bunch of coke and wrote a movie and then made it. And that's exactly what it is.
0: That's my dream. It's one
1: of the greatest. Dude, it's one of the greatest things ever put on cinema.
0: That's my he, dream. Hulk I want to. I want to have enough power to where I can have a coke binge weekend. And then, like, jobs are created. Just make a movie. Jobs are created because I locked myself in a room for two days, and now a movie's happening. People's lives are changed. Like, that's what I want. Everybody comes. idiot
1: in Louisiana is going to worship this movie for the rest of his life. <laughs> I remember, dude, I remember going to the, and seeing this movie in the little Dollar Theater in Baton Rouge. Wait. Uh, Broadmoor Theater? Yeah, 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 Broadmoor Theater. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, it was after it had come, you know, they. In Baton Rouge, they would they had a theater, a movie theater, like after the movies went to the big one. If you went and saw a movie like a month or two late, you could see it for a dollar at this theater. And it was the greatest thing ever. I remember uh, when Batman, the first Batman mm-hmm. came out, we saw it in the regular theater three or four times because I was a nine-year-old. And then when I went to the dollar theater, my mom would just take me there for the day and let me go in the movies. And she would go to the little flea market store next door. Yeah. In the 80s and you could leave kids. Yeah. And I just watched Batman over and over and over for a dollar. I, but I remember she took me to go see No Holds Barred, and I brought in two Hulk Hogan toys in my hands,
2: uh-huh.
1: and the dude behind the counter told me I couldn't bring them in. And because it's going to do cried. what? Yeah. <laughs> I cried. had to take them and put them out in the car. I cried so hard. I was crying until the movie started. I just said, <laughs> I I remember that soda saying I was 32 years old and I was sitting in the... <laughs> <laughs> what a no, monster uh, that was, dude is. How do you tell... Ta- uh, you can't bring these toys in here, child. I was literally the only person watching that movie in the theater. What would it have hurt? I mean, I would have been loud as fuck. I know, but, I but what could you have done with them? There. I don't
0: understand. What You're going to throw it at the screen? What are you going to do? You're going to be...
1: One of them, if you pulled his head off, it was a knife.
0: So. Oh, I understand. And you went in there, yeah. knife out.
1: Oh yeah, I was like, I ain't paying for a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Hulk Hogan says I can see this movie for nothing.
0: Well, actually, that does change the story. Now that dude's kind of brave that he stood up to you.
1: <laughs> but so Zoe loves no holds Bard mm-hmm. and she likes um, she likes to watch wrestling with me. She likes people's intros, like their poses and moves and stuff. And uh, she does the ricochet, like she'll point. But now she really likes Matt Riddle. Dude, I'll I'll get you a video of it. Please. Where when he comes out, she will drop on her knee. And she does.
0: No, shit. she'll
1: do the, dude, it's the greatest thing Oh, that's so awesome. She'll do the whole thing. Uh, So I don't know if the bro came from, because she'll hear his music. His song starts with bro. And she'll hear that and come running into the room. And it's like the it makes me so proud, but she just it's a lazy Sunday afternoon, bro.
0: Amazing! That's the
1: greatest thing I've ever heard in my That's life.
0: Amazing! <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I remember going to that theater when I was—I saw Aladdin in that theater as a kid. Yeah, and uh, and also I remember you could hear the other movie <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> while yeah. you
0: were watching your dollar movie. That it was. Yeah. Yeah, that that little. So many people love that little shitty theater. Like it's a, it's like a favorite. It it
1: was. I remember the floors were sticky when you walked. So
0: nobody's cleaning. Yeah, it's a dollar. How are we going to clean?
1: So, the when I turned, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. I had a booth at a flea market Mm -hmm. for like two weeks. Um, there was attached to the Broadmoor Theater was a flea market, and when I turned like eighteen or nineteen, I knew I was joining the military. Uh, the, I say the military because I didn't want to say air force. The air force, look me up, bitches. I ain't. I ain't afraid. Look me up. I don't fucking do it.
0: I don't know why you got defensive, but yeah, fucking do it. <laughs> fucking look them up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so and so, I thought I should sell some of my wrestling stuff, and I set up. a I paid for a booth at this flea market, and. I <laughs> I didn't sell a single thing in like three or four weekends because people would come over and I was like comic book guy from the Simpsons. Like kids would grab a Sting and a Bret Hart and start smacking them together. I'm like, well, they're in two different federations and you don't know what you're doing, so put them down. <laughs> you definitely don't need them.
0: They don't deserve them. If you I don't know how to play with them, how can them. you? How can you trust those figures to a new home? How can you trust that? Hey. That would not be right on your part. It would be irresponsible. Exactly. Hey,
1: why don't you take all five of your years and go fuck off? You know what I mean? Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I ended up buying more wrestling stuff from the other guy who had a toy booth in there. He was real like, uh, I'll never forget it. He was like, way older. I was 19. He was like an adult man. <laughs> and he was real uh, adversarial about it at first because I was sitting up a toy booth. But, right. Like, I, I didn't want to sell anything and I just ended up buying his shit. But since I didn't sell anything, they eventually told me like, hey, we're just going to uh, not let you do this anymore. <laughs> but I didn't want to tell my parents that I got in trouble for not – because they were the ones that pushing me to sell. So I didn't want to tell them that I got kicked out. So I would just – they would drop me off on Saturdays, and I would just go into that dollar theater and watch movies. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sell my toys, mom. I saw the crow there like 7,000 times in 99.
0: Um, let's see. I uh I booked a gig like a live stand up. A gig. real a real stand-up? A real stand is the first time I've got I was actually uh gross. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be scary. I uh it's not till July. It's uh July twenty fourth and twenty fifth in Oregon. And uh I in Coos Bay, Oregon at a casino. And um uh, the the booker, the book that actually made me I, I was I was really happy with her because she emailed uh like all the comics <laughs> that she that she books and basically just gave this long spill about, hey, look, when things start to open back up, like you're gonna feel you're gonna feel the need to like try to give people like discounts and take whatever money they offer you and shit. And she was like, Don't change like still like demand what you're worth don't like just go because the second we we know this from the second that you say a lower dollar amount they're never going back up like the net it's nope. never going back up i remember me and you ran a show in louisiana at open mic and uh we, we were like yeah we'll do it for this amount and it was like a small amount and we thought like oh once we get this thing rolling they'll they'll and they see
1: how good we are they'll give us they'll more start money.
0: getting no they, no they didn't no no, they just
1: gave the show to somebody else.
0: Yeah, and they tried to figure out ways to not pay us, really. They didn't even want to give us the shitty little money they was giving us. Um, Kate Street in
1: Hammond, Louisiana.
0: Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> we can't dance around anything.
1: <laughs> nah, dude. Fuck it.
0: Now you're right. Go Learn in. Burn it all down. <laughs> Go in. Um uh, but yeah, so uh yeah, the, I'm gonna be booked in July, so hopefully in Oregon? Yeah, in Coos Bay, Oregon, which is like they do com they do comedy there? No. Um <laughs> I've, performed there. Well I've performed there I've performed there twice a year for four or five years now, as long as I've moved out here. And uh I'm not gonna lie to you, Josh, this is one of my least favorite gigs. Uh, and so I hope
1: they're listening to this.
0: i you know what? I don't even care that's the that's where I'm at with it is that i have been I have died so many deaths on that stage. <laughs> That, like I know that they can't, they're they like, there's no way Chase is coming back. And every fucking five months, here I come.
1: Here I am. It here
0: goes. I am. This time, I'm going to get I'm through. I'm funny this time. I can't wait. So this time is different because they're doing it on Friday and Saturday. And they used to do it. Now,
1: see, this time is it different. Every time you think it's going to be different, I, and it's not.
0: You're right. You absolutely you're called that. You're setting yourself up. You absolutely called that. Why <laughs> am I being optimistic? <laughs> there's nothing to be optimistic about. Nah,
1: dude.
0: Um, they used to do it on Wednesdays. Right. And uh and you do Wednesday, uh, seven o'clock show and a nine o'clock show. And seven o'clock show would be fifty of the oldest casino people you've ever seen. Like just waiting just waiting to die. Just can't wait to die. Right. <laughs> and nothing really excites them. And I'm not Except death. I'm not on their level. Like the things that I talk about, they they're not following like they're not going to go with me when I'm talking about like, uh, you know, only having some college and filling out the job application and shit like that. These people have been retired for 20 years. They don't fucking... They, yeah, they don't have internet that's access. My audience. They yeah. audience. Yeah. And it's a... I have to be clean. Have to be clean. Which makes it so tough because I bomb every time I'm on that stage. And the second I start bombing, I want to start calling people fucks. Like that... Yeah. yeah that's yeah. my go-to. That's Has anybody...
1: Anybody who listens to this podcast knows that clean comedy is for pussies. We've said that a hundred times over. <laughs> there's a
0: uh, th- name
1: one good thing that's ever happened in Oregon.
0: I'll wait. There's a there's a, comment below. There's a dude that works the sound there, and he's there every time, and he's a fucking sweet guy. He's a nice guy, um, but he will rat on. Sound you. Sound guys always are. He will rat oh. on you. Like I saw it happen the very first time I worked there. I was terrified about being clean because it was like this was one of oh, the oh he'll
1: rat on you for yes for
0: <laughs> yes this was one of the this was one of the first times that I, I I was moving out here this was one of the first gigs I got as I moved out here um, and I I go up I'm terrified about being dirty and my whole career ending because I, I fucked up the first gig in Oregon that I did in, Oregon. in the I know but the Booker books a lot of shit so I yeah you know it's Oregon
1: couldn't take you down now though. I just want you to know that in your heart, Oregon couldn't take you down.
0: They wish. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so they would love to see chase Myers hurt. I right, yeah, love it, but impossible. All right. Your boy's thriving over here. And so <laughs> I I do my stuff squeaky clean, uh, crickets, right? Just no reaction. Is there even anybody in the room? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> And so I, I do that. Next guy goes up, it's like this comment from San Francisco, and this is his first time working these gigs too. He's headlining it and uh just F bomb, F bomb, just go, just going. I was I was so confused because I was like, Did he not read the itinerary? Like, what's going on? And I was like, okay. And the way the the way the gig worked before all the corona, the COVID stuff. Uh, was you would do that show on Wednesday, Thursday, you'd have off. And then there's a city like a couple hours away, Medford, Oregon, and you play, perform there Friday, Saturday. So that's the way it'd be pieced together. And, uh, and so I was like, man, I can't believe you did that. Like, I guess it's okay. I, I called my roommate, Travis, cause he's, he's worked for that, uh, for
1: six foot nine.
0: Yes. Yeah, six foot nine, Travis Nelson. And, uh, and he was like, Oh dude, no, stay clean. He's like, Trust me, that dude's gonna get it. i guarantee you. And I was like, All right. And then I get to You can trust
1: me, I'm six foot nine. I'm
0: six foot nine. I've never lied. Okay. Uh, I have this is so um Travis, I, I'm not I'm I'm not phased by his height anymore because I've lived with him for a couple of years. Uh but the other day like we were uh oh our washer and dryer here in the in this apartment complex isn't like in our house, like we we have to walk to it or whatever. And uh, he saw, like, a quarter on top of this, like, tall-ass dryer. And that was the first time that I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you have a completely different point of view than the rest of the world. Like, I did, I never even thought about seeing something up there. That's crazy. This dude's pulling 50 cents off the top of it. And uh, he was like, that yeah. That was
1: just hilarious, though.
0: Yeah, he sees, he told me, he was like, I see where people are balding on their head that they don't realize. Like, I, that's, I'm, <laughs> like,
1: I'm always looking at the top of people's heads. Does he ever tell, like... Uh, I'm bitchy. I would want to tell him Hey, hey, you know what? You going bald?
0: You so bitchy. Uh, How about that? And so, dude, dude's dirty, right? Uh, yeah. And then I I work with him on Friday. We don't see each other Thursday. We meet back up on Friday for the next gig, and uh, and he got his ass chewed out, and is like terrified at this show and is like not funny anymore. He was funny. for. I was about
1: to say, the best comedy comes when you're terrified. Yeah, he's the not, he's terrified.
0: I can, I can see great. him thinking about what he's saying and trying not to get fired. And, uh, I'm pretty sure that was the last time he worked for this book. Or like, I don't think he worked since then. That was four years ago. Uh, and that was like my first experience. So ever since then, I've been real like, I play by the rules when I go there, but I, I usually don't have a good time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, but I hate it. I hate it, but I smile. I smile, and I try my best to entertain those people. Uh, they just don't want it from me. But so that's going to be my first live show is going back to the one place. Like, if you're like, Chase, <laughs> what's the one place you would not want to perform? I'd be like the Mill Casino in Coos Bay, <laughs> Oregon. That is where I'm like, well great. Guess what?
1: <laughs> you got four shows and two nights there. Are you ready? <laughs> think of I'm all- just doing live comedy. Yeah. And I'm I'm worried about uh I'm I'm overly paranoid, I think, about the about COVID because of the kids. No. So even when stuff opens up, I, I'm not gonna be rushing
0: No, that's the smart on, way to yeah. go about it. That's that's not it's being like overly, that that's uh, that's being smart about it, man. I uh, yeah, people are performing like not one of the clubs here in uh, in Seattle actually opened up this week and are, are doing like forty people in the room, and you know everybody spread out. Nate's doing a, a
1: weekend in uh, Nashville.
0: Who is Nate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh, why must you hurt me? Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man sorry
0: yeah but nah, i'm uh yeah but i'm excited man I'm, I'm excited to go back out there and uh to get back out and live your life live my live life and uh try to make these people laugh that's all i want it's just if i my the bar is so low for me going there it's just if i can <laughs> I can get any laughs, I'll be so happy. Uh, so, guys, if, if anybody's listening to this is in that area, please come out. Come please to come, Oregon. Come, come hang out, or tell the old person that you know that's retired there to come see me. I, you know, it'll be fun. I'll hang out with them too. I don't mind. So, uh, Fox News has my whole family worked up right now. I. I'm in Seattle and there's a big protest coming on here, right? Going on here. Like, there always is. This is a big protest city. There should be. And, uh... And Fox News is reporting it, like... People are just out there, just beating the dog shit out of each other. They're just, there's just yeah. they're reporting that like these random people are just walking up and going like, "Look at that happy person right there. I'm gonna go punch him in his goddamn face. Watch me punch this person in his face. And after I get done with that, I'm gonna drag his body over this this uh this this company and beat this lady with it. I don't know if I'm gonna beat this lady <laughs> with this body, and then we're gonna go loot. We're gonna go loot a little bit and do. I TV. I had my stepdad called me yesterday. And was just like, man, I've been worried about you all day. Are you okay? And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? And he was like, I've seen all that crazy stuff over there, man. You got to be careful. Josh, I literally didn't know what he was talking about. I thought he was calling to be like, I thought he was worried that the cops beat my ass. Like, that's what I thought he was talking yeah. about. And I was like... Uh, what was he?
1: Wait, he thought the looters? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. The... Fox News is putting out there that we're burning Seattle to the ground. Like that's what that's what's going on. I, I literally, I had, I had, uh, my mom, my stepdad, my stepmom, my sister hit me up. All of them hit me up. Like in the last day, like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, are you okay? And I've, I, Josh, this is literally what's going on there. They're having potlucks. Uh, there's like water set up for everybody with like medical tents and everything. And there's a big screen. And they're watching documentaries. <laughs> fucking monsters. On the th- like, that's what's going on. Like, yeah, we shut. They shut down that police department or whatever the fuck. Like, but that's what a protest is. Like, that's what happened. They didn't yeah, go in there with guns and chase the fucking cops out. They just huddled around it until cops got nervous and then they left. Like. That's all that happened, but if, like, yeah, yeah good. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I literally had to tell him. I was like, guys, it is not like that. Like, yeah, of course, of course, there's some people uh, looting. I thought
1: looters were at my door.
0: Yeah, dude, watch out. All right, I'm worried about you down there. Are you okay? <laughs> like, obviously, there's people rioting. Obviously, there's people looting. Obviously, Like, that's always going to be a thing, but, like, I can't tell you how little of that is actually happening yeah so my stepdad calls me and i'm like nah man i'm good no you know these fucking cops are out here tear gassing everybody and shit and so like i'm trying to stay away from that but i'm good and i could hear it in his voice that that was like not what he expected me to say (laughs) like like ah yeah man you know them people are crazy i'm like yeah the police are crazy the police (laughs) are beating people with batons right now like uh
1: fucking murdering old men
0: yeah bruh bruh that thing
1: that thing And then our president He was returning a helmet He has a helmet in his hand He's trying to give back to the cops And the fucking president tweets out That he's an Antifa provocateur Scanning cops radios it's fucking It's That's bizarre. what our president said
0: that's what our president said about an elderly man getting pushed to the ground and his head's bleeding. And
1: bleeding from his fucking head. Yeah. It's disgusting.
0: That's fucking crazy, dude. I, yeah. I Man, I don't know. But I just, I couldn't believe that that was the narrative going on. Like, I, I tried to straighten them all out. I was like, dude, that's not what's going on. Like, obviously, there's going to be those situations. Like, yeah, I'm sure you're going to see somebody looting. You're going to see somebody fucking fighting right. or whatever. But overall, people were like singing. And <laughs> right. taking a knee and just wanting the world to change, like that's all that it is. It, I I just
1: I can't believe how divisive this shit has become. It's how how is it an argument or a stance? I, I just don't understand how it's yeah. How how is this a divisive? Subject I'm just gonna put, just put in Michael Che's
0: bit right now uh, <laughs> and, and let that get take it down. <laughs> His they're starting with
1: matters. <laughs> you trying to say they yeah. don't matter? It's not even asking for much, yeah. just, for just, oh, man, yeah. I don't know, man. Oh. But one of my favorite
0: things that's happening is uh, I, I love watching a really rich person just fuck their life up. Uh, oh, man. From not, I like
1: watching people fuck their lives up.
0: Oh, dude. I'm, I'm, I, I, I will say I have taken some joy in seeing people like the, the fucking CrossFit CEO go down. Like, oh, oh, give me that. Give me that all day. Mm, <laughs> put him at a podium I want to hear him speak I want to hear him try to talk His way out of it <laughs> Talk your way out of it bro Talk your way out of it like, That is my favorite little part of all of this is Whenever something like this happens It exposes, it exposes so
1: much uh, I really enjoy that I love watching the One of my favorite things are the, the videos Of people being stupid or racist because they always have the exact same, like, they do something racist, and then they're getting filmed, and then they say, I don't give a fuck, put it on Facebook, who fucking cares, and then they say something racist, and then it goes on Facebook, and then they're like, oh, I didn't, I, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean any of that. <laughs> I know, dude. It was so taken, out, and then they're fired. People that not, immediately. bro,
0: I just, the internet just needs to see, like, your elbow. And they will figure out who you are and where you work, where your mama stay. Like, all of that will come out.
1: Man, if there is a video of somebody doing some racist shit on Twitter, like the first three comments are their name, address, and social security number underneath. People (laughs) just fucking immediately. Dude, yeah. And, like, uh, I'm seeing a lot of the people. There was a FedEx driver kneeled on a guy's neck and yelled at protesters, this is what happens if you don't comply. Uh, behind a Trump Confederate flag, and he just screamed it and screamed it and screamed it. And like before the sun went down that same day, he was fired. And he was like a FedEx guy that had been there for 20 years or some shit, I think. But like, I mean, before the sun went down, him and everybody around him was fired. They burned their house and pissed on their graves uh, and beat the shit out of them. Oh, that's my
0: favorite. That's just my favorite fucking <laughs> thing.
1: My favorite though, right now, because, and I. My favorite byproduct of racists being emboldened right now is that there's a lot of videos of people getting hit that didn't know they could get hit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's the best shit ever.
0: Yeah, you saw. There's a
1: video going. Go ahead, tell the it. The Arizona lady. The yeah, Arizona I think so. lady.
0: Pretty sure in the yeah. convenience store or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, she wasn't ready. Some white dude. Some some white lady in Arizona is yelling at a Native American girl. Let's check it out at a gas station that she has to go back to Mexico. And the guy filming her is like, whoa. And she turns around and she gets right at the camera. She goes, I told her that I'm not going to take for that. You're not going to call me a bitch. So you're going to leave and she's going to leave. And that's what's going to happen now. And I was like, oh, dude, somebody's going to get hit. I can just, it's coming. And then the girl argues with her and tries to walk away. And the lady grabs her arm to stop her from leaving. And the girl swung around and just slapped the shit out of her. And then the two seconds after being hit and the realization is the most beautiful part I love that. of any video ever because she just stunned. Oh, oh.
0: Can you imagine?
1: I fucking love it.
0: Why would you hit me <laughs> when I'm berating you in public and being racist? Why on earth? Would you slap me what? after I what? after I physically grabbed you? What kind of world are we living in now? That's the thing too. What? Is that lady didn't learn
1: shit. She oh no, she no, no, still no. she still thinks she was right and what like that's yeah. what's crazy about that dude. There's a video of a lady spitting on a girl, spits on her, and then doesn't understand why she got hit because she got punched in the face for spitting on somebody. That's the oldest law of nature: talk shit, get hit, dude. I mean. Yes, yeah, say it. That's fine. You could say it if you want, but you might get fucking hit for it. You deserve it, and it's beautiful, and it fucking makes my dick hard, and I love it, dude. Yes, um, pieces of shit.
0: I love when uh, your dick's hard, bro. I... <laughs> when Josh's I'll send you a clip. When Josh's dick's uh, hard, a, that <laughs> means injustices are being taken YouTube care of. Views
1: go up. Injustices are squashed, <laughs> and world peace abounds. Oh shit, is that a sunset? Josh's dick must be hard. Oh.
0: <laughs> All things are right in the world for a moment.
1: Did they stop shooting arrows at us? Is that a white flag? They're calling truce? <gasps> Josh's dick is hard. Yeah, Solving world problems.
0: How about it's that NASCAR 84.
1: idiot? <laughs> dude, fuck your feelings. Um <laughs> Hold on, wait, before I do want to tell you one more video before uh-huh. we switch to the NASCAR, dude. Uh I'll send it to you so you can put the clip in. Oh boy. There's these two kids driving a power wheel. Like a like a jeep power wheel through a park right Mm -hmm. and this old lady oh i've seen that too Mm -hmm. but she straight up says about children with a power in a a fucking power wheel that's run on a nine volt battery she's concerned because you got little kids driving it and i don't even think they have driver's license it's Fucking uh, yeah! I saw that video too. That up,
0: is hilarious.
1: The mom jumps up and she just starts beating the dog shit out of this lady, and it, she takes a pack of batteries and just fucking way laser dude. Just walling oh, I,
0: I must have turned the video off right before that. And I missed. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, dude. If you, you gotta stay on, to the see beats her.
0: if you post videos that's like that. Watch
1: till the end. With the that's emotion. what I'm
0: saying. When you post videos like you gotta say wait to the end.
1: If it says wait till the end, somebody's getting beat to death with a battery. Yeah, for sure. Every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the confe- the. Okay, so NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR, band, NASCAR dude, yeah. Flag, and this driver is going to quit because of it. Uh, good, go cry, you pussy. I don't know what, like. Who gives ah. it? Yeah, fuck you, go. Yeah. <laughs> I. You, my favorite
0: thing that's been going around today is You're gonna that. You're going to quit your job? Uh, yeah, good. My favorite thing that's been going around about him today is that he's never won a race. And so (laughs) So he's not even good at it yeah he's like one of the worst NASCAR I think he was like 28th or something like I don't even know how NASCAR works but I think he was like 28th ranked or some shit and we have as many wins
1: in NASCAR as he does everybody knows everybody who's ever done comedy knows that one comedian that's never been booked on anything and retires and makes a big speech about (laughs) retiring even though they've never been booked on anything ever
0: (laughs) This dude is there doing it is. the
1: fucking Confederate flag. There he Good is. Good eat shit, you fucking asshole. Who cares? Go sit at home and cry about it.
0: You big bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's so fucking crazy. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> um, my dog died this week. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try not to get too crazy about this, but dude, um, in the last month... All right, so two weeks... Like a month ago, Annie passed away right. and Annie had been my dog since 2006. Uh, she was my first dog and I loved her more than I love 90% of the people in the world. Uh, and then two weeks after Annie passed, uh, that last weekend, uh, Lou passed away. Uh, our, oh man, <laughs> our Mastador, our big old Louis Tiberius Frigno. uh, he was eight and, uh. So he's he passed, he's gone. Uh, sorry, I did. I thought I could joke about it without getting sad. Still, no man. Uh, you've
0: lost two dogs in like three
1: weeks, man. That's uh... yeah. So two weeks after Annie dies, Lou dies, and that is two weeks before my birthday, my fortieth birthday. So,
0: I mean, at least you look that good at forty, though
1: thanks buddy you got that. <laughs> um <laughs> but I do want to say uh i didn't I thought I could joke I didn't mean to get heavy I thought I could make some jokes about it, but I'm still <laughs> like honestly I'm still just really sad of about course it. uh but on the plus side, Lou was really big and he startled easy, and he would snap so uh like the kids couldn't sleep in the bed with us because if they rolled over hit Lou, it'd scare him, and you know he was hundred and sixty pounds, so there was always hey, like, <laughs> he ain't shit to me I used to ruffle him up like a, uh, There's always like a tension And uh, since he passed now Henry, my two year old Sleeps in the bed with us hmm. every night And when Zoe wakes up in the morning She just comes downstairs And gets in the bed with me And plays her tablet until we wake up And uh, dude That's literally the best thing that's ever happened In my entire life Yeah, uh, Everybody's sleeping in the bed together And like I get the ah oh, man I don't know so I'm sad that he I'm sad that he's gone but I get like literally my dream is for Zoe like my kids in my bed sleeping all in a big pile I don't know man it's uh, it's the greatest thing in the world so and the other plus that's come out of that is now we're looking to like we were like we're gonna take a couple of weeks to to heal and adjust and uh, 15 minutes after it was gone we're like we need we need a dog yeah yeah uh, i've never I've known y'all without people, a dog dude we've never i've we've never never not had a dog yeah um the entire time we've been together we've we've always had at least two dogs we had three for a while um so but now we're looking to adopt uh and we want something real gentle so we're looking at golden retrievers mm-hmm. and uh they're like the the if you watch a movie about like perfect 1950s families, it's always gold retrievers, you know, like they're the American dream dog or whatever. Back but, when
0: it was great. Cause, they're, <laughs>
1: cause they're, so, they're so gentle. And so there's not a lot of them in, in shelters. And I looked up to like, see how much you could get. They're like $3,000 for the fucking dog. And they don't, they don't do math and they don't like, they don't clean huh? they don't do nothing. Just $3,000. <laughs> But so we've been looking at dogs, and uh, um, we adopting dogs is a lot more than I thought. I thought it would like you go to a big place where they're on a cage, like, hey, I'll take that one, and they're like, yeah, here, and it's not anymore. That's I'm how like, I thought it worked. Nah, dude, I've had to fill out applications to meet to to meet them. You have to fill out applications to meet dogs, and I <laughs> I didn't know that's how it went. But you know, you fill out, and then they meet you, and they'll sometimes they come and check your home. To, like, see if it's a good environment or fit for their own. Uh, and I didn't know there was all that to it. And it went from, like, I'm typing out the emails and filling out these adoption applications. And it goes from me being mad that I have to do all this shit to, like, trying to word it right. Because I, I want to meet this dog. So I want to stand out. So I'm like, we have a very friendly environment. And our backyard is roomy with a fence. And there's, creek like, I'm... Yeah, you're googled, making a dog
0: dating profile, <laughs> dude. Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> I googled things to say in dog adopt- adoption applications to make your house and stuff stick out, and I used those phrases. Absolutely, I fucking tricked all of them. And I'm getting all dog, the dogs. I'm getting all of them, dude. Oh, and that's been a problem too. Is like, let's just get one or two and see how, and then. <laughs> let's I'm get two at, and see how a, goes. <laughs> <laughs> dude if i look at a page of 40 dogs i want all 40 of the dogs like I I, give me all of the dogs uh and I, I just before we started recording i got i had filled out an application to adopt this dog named bruno like my german adorable he is a foxhound boxer mix and he was used as a bait dog so he's got scars and had a rough life so we were like hey let's let's give him a, a great you know let's Let's adopt this dog who's had a shit life to start and give him a let him, you know, mm-hmm. let him have an awesome time. And then right before we started recording, I got the email that he's somebody else adopted him first. Aww. And I was way sadder than I thought I would be about it. And like, what did we do wrong? What did I say wrong? <laughs> Why don't he love me, man? <laughs> Why don't he want me? <laughs> Put in that clip of Fresh Prince.
0: <laughs> this is a no clip week, okay? I need a week off. <laughs> but it's been really. I fucking fun love that clip, though. By the way, else. if we could take a all to talk about that, I, I, <laughs> twice a year I'll pull it up and cry.
1: Yeah, for sure. Will Smith is a. Uh, Will Smith is one of those people that I love anything he does. I'll see movies. I'll watch a TV show. I'll listen to his albums. I just I love I love the dude. Did you hear? He's awesome. he's hilarious, wholesome.
0: Did you hear this, wholesome? That's what we're looking for over here. We're looking for wholesome people. Uh, did you?
1: He never, I do want to, say, like, you, we say that jokingly, but for real, around the turn of the century when getting jiggy with it and all came out and Eminem was real big and everybody attacked him for still being clean and he never addressed it. He just fucking kept doing what he does. And I don't know. I respect that a lot that he was getting hit by everybody around that time. If you watch TRL, they shit on Will Smith every goddamn day, dude. Carson Dale and Eminem would be like, all right, coming in to number nine. Oh, by the way, fuck Will Smith always clean. And like, dude, it just, it hurt my heart to hear it every day. They'd ask people, guests, they'd be like, what do you think about Will Smith? And if it's not, fuck him, why not? And then everybody'd be like, nah, fuck him. It was sad. Was a sad I, I,
0: I, I kind of remember some of that.
1: <laughs> might not have been that dramatic, but I did, I, I do I did like that he kind of stuck with it.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: now when I was nineteen and he was clean, I was like, "Pussy, I'm not listening to this."
0: Yeah, whenever you have all the houses that he has, none yeah. of that criticism. Because what are you going to say? He did it the I guess, wrong <laughs> way.
2: I guess oh, might. am
0: I doing it wrong? <laughs> Is there something no, I guess yeah. <laughs> am I losing right now? Is that what I, had to, I really just fuck myself yeah, you, by being clean right. for all that time? Did you hear <laughs> do you heard he he just was on Joyner Lucas's song? Did you hear that? Do you know anything about that? Uh, no. No. So this rapper this rapper Joiner Lucas a couple maybe a couple months ago put out a song called Will and it's just Oh, and it's
1: the Fresh Prince video.
0: Yeah. Like, okay. It, yeah, you saw that going around.
1: I saw about it, but I didn't watch it. I didn't know Will was in it.
0: Yeah. So initially he wasn't, our buddy Will wasn't in it. Um, (laughs) But uh, they did a remix and Will Smith's got a verse on the remix. And he goes off. Like, it's good. Like it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a, it's, it's, you should look it up. Like he really goes in. And I think he even kind of talks on some of the things you were just talking about. If I, I only listened to it twice,
1: but he's a good rap. Like he's, He's a good rapper, man. I like I used his, to have the like uh, the that album with a uh, brand new funk on it. What he was that? just on Sway's show yeah. and uh they did the he he they asked him to free to just do brand new funk and dude he, oh, really? him, he nailed it. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> I was like you can put the clip in. <laughs> Stop <laughs> sometimes we could just talk about it. we <laughs> Nah dude, now that I know that's available to me, that's all I want. <laughs>
0: Why are we even talking? Just put up all of our favorite videos. Just all
1: clips, dude. <laughs> just all the stuff, YouTube videos we watched this week. That's the podcast. <laughs> uh, it has been cool though uh, to see people who have been uh, watching and listening to the uh, show.
0: Yeah, man. I've been getting nothing but nothing but love. Uh, so I didn't know
1: the. Sometimes I forget that we're like I just <laughs> I forget that we're on video sometimes mm-hmm. and I just. Scratch my balls or lean over and shit in the chair. People Just like when whatever. you do that,
0: though. I've gotten notes. <laughs> they love that. They're like, it's real Good. genuine. You know, like, because they're the people listening. You got to remember, like, their balls itch too. You know, <laughs> and so whenever they're watching their or vaginas, favorite,
1: or vaginas, their ball, or their vaginas get itch.
0: <laughs> vaginas get very itchy. We know that. Okay, I've heard. I know about women. That's been established.
1: Yeah, go back to episode one. Go back to episode
0: one true. and hear me just talking <laughs> about way too many. I of obviously,
1: them. <laughs> I obviously understand women because I have children with one. So clearly, I get it. There it is. But no, they they go.
0: Hey, my genitals are so itchy. It's nice to see my hero also has itchy balls. And and you know what? He's not. He's not scared to scratch them on on
1: a on um, a, um, Just on a like show. one of you, just more handsome, masculine, and muscular. But other, other than that, that, just like one of you. So I did want, dude, I've been dying to tell you this, and it's been really hard to not text you during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, Michelle and I had a rainbow baby, a, a baby that we lost in between our two. And uh, it was a really hard thing. And I, I have a friend that I went to high school with that paints. And she does, like, I don't know if you call it interpretive painting. I don't know what you would call it uh, weird.
0: Uh, That's what it is. But I, I
1: I paid her to make me abstract. Yeah, sure.
0: Let's go with abstract. I can listen to the story better if I think it's abstract.
1: She interviewed me about what I felt and like, what it. you know? Like we talked for a little while and then she just painted based off of that. Damn. And she brought the painting over one day and was helping me hang it. And she had done, uh, from the ultrasound, she had done a heartbeat, in why Oh wait, I've seen this there. It? I've
0: seen this. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, see okay. it? it's
1: in the living room. Yeah. Um, and she hangs the painting up and I get emotional because the heartbeat is there and I have, we have two, but if I could have 40 kids, I would be happy to. So, you know, I was sad and she takes my hand And she tells me, have I ever told you that sometimes I get messages from the other side? And I don't – she's joking, right? Like, I'm friends with comedians and people that don't talk to ghosts, so that's – she's just messing with me, right? Or like, this would come up earlier than right now, right? (laughs) If you could – this should have come up – if I could talk to dead people, for two weeks. if I could talk to dead people, that's the first thing I'm saying to everybody. Every I walk into a store, I'm like, "Hey, yo, I talk to dead people. Everybody in here." Hey, talk, your grandma's people, disappointed talk in
0: you. <laughs> your grandma don't your like how you, you
1: ain't never gonna be shit.
0: <laughs> your auntie is not happy with what you became. I'll tell you that.
1: Um. So, and she tells she gives me a message from. Yeah, the yeah, fucking this,
0: uh, ner- I, Can I jump in real quick on this? I know you're telling like a serious yeah, story. Yeah, but fuck yeah. this lady. Fuck this lady. <laughs> How dare you try to do that right now? Oh, uh I know this is a very emotional moment for you and uh I can see that you're worked up and uh and and you paid for this art uh to have this commemorate this moment. A lot. Um but I thought a lot. <laughs> I thought that I should dump some shit on you right quick. Let me uh. let me to I know you never met this kid, but I have me this random fucking lady I have okay All
1: right um all of the mediums uh like uh the long island medium and all of them mm-hmm. are scam artists pieces of shit that take advantage of people who are going through something and need hope yeah that's how i look at it no that's a right. lot of people look at it as they give other people hope but if they were just giving you hope they wouldn't charge you so much for it they're scam artists who con people that are grieving and take advantage of people when they're hurting and the most vulnerable and fuck every one of them. Now her telling me this here, uh, when she tells me and she gives me, he's at peace and like, you know, uh, just a platitude, but uh, just, he's at peace. Don't, he wants you to know that he's okay and blah, blah, blah. And okay. She didn't say now give me a hundred dollars for that. So I was like, I'm I convinced myself that she was genuinely trying to make me feel better, which, okay, like, it's, it's pretty fucked up if you really think about it, that you're telling me you're talking to my dead baby, but okay. But now she uh, has a podcast where guests can pay to be on it and she will, yeah. Yeah, and she will communicate or pass a message on. Bro,
0: we got to get in on this racket. What in the fuck? How are we? Just a girl in Denham Springs, Louisiana. How are we? charging people. We should be doing this. That's what I just heard. I don't understand how we're not telling people what their grandmas have said uh, and getting them to pay us. You could do that forever.
1: Dude. Hey. It's endless. Kevin. I know you're listening to this podcast right now, and your grandma wants you to know that even though you're sad, she's gone. She's in a better place, and she's happy, and she's at peace, and her body doesn't hurt anymore, and she's reunited with her grandfather. Now, give me $200.
0: Jennifer, I feel your pain, okay? And I want you to know your brother feels your pain, too, but he doesn't want you to hurt anymore. He told me that. He made sure he woke me up in the middle of the night and he said, please, please tell my sister, Jennifer, that I'm okay. And Jennifer, I'm here to tell you you're okay. And he's okay. And that'll be $10,000. Your you.
1: father told me, <laughs> Rachel, your father reached out to me last night in a dream. And he told me that he's stuck in purgatory. and He can't get into the gates of heaven. Unless you give me $7,000. He can see them, but he can also feel the flames of hell licking at his toes because his daughter is a whore. No, no. Maybe edit that one out. But it, I, I tried to listen to a little bit of it. And, oh, now they're all scam artists, but like, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The South Park did an episode about him crossing over. The guy that did crossing over.
0: Um. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't remember either. Both whatever.
1: Or. Uh, there is a science to reading people to do that, and like a, a technique behind it that is very interesting and um
0: manipulative.
1: Oh, very. But <laughs> yeah. it's, but. She is not. She doesn't even even have that. Is that what you're saying? Not even. It's not even that, dude. It's just. Well, she says the cancer doesn't hurt anymore because she's dead. You're like, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I knew that. I knew when I came in that
0: cancer wasn't torturing her in heaven. I knew that.
1: And she wants you to just keep praying and stay strong. And she says that you need to buy my book to help you find the peace. Dude. (laughs) And it makes me fucking sick.
0: Let's get in on this. Let's go. We need to have a crossover podcast with this lady.
1: <laughs> the best thing is... Invite, best tell her...
0: I'm going to send her an email and invite her to come over here so we can talk to her. De- like I'm going to do it for her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go look.
1: You I, can talk to my parents that you killed in episode one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell I'm going to email I said, look, um, I talk to dead people all the time. I talk to Josh's parents. I talk to Charlie Murphy. One day I'm gonna talk to Conor McGregor's bitch ass uh <laughs> after he's dead <laughs> from me beating the dog Every shit out episode. of him. It don't stop, Conor. I saw you retired. I saw you retired. Oh scary Again? ass. Oh scary, oh scary ass. I start Woo. calling you out. The millions of people put some pressure on you and you go hide in your house. All right? Guess My what? God, ain't no you, house man. big enough
1: to protect you from mm-hmm. me, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm coming. There ain't no wall you could build that could keep you safe from these ducats, son. Woo, Connor. Connor, man, your mansion, your mansion ain't gonna keep your soul safe from this ass whooping. Believe that. Woo. Oh.
0: But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, ta- I'm gonna, I'm gonna email her. I'm gonna say, look, I'm gonna get all these people together, and we want to talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this for you. I'm gonna talk to your grandmother. Okay, I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put her at ease. I'm just gonna do all of her shit back at her, and then I'm gonna charge she her. She hates it what
1: you're doing. She says it's disgusting, and they make fun of you in heaven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your grandmother told me that there's no way to talk to dead people. They clown yeah. She told every day. she told me that you she can't, told me talk, you can't to talk to dead people. To their- you can't do that. Your grandmother told me that.
1: In a dream, she came to me in a vision. Yeah, it's crazy. The best part of that is I I thought I was doing this like big huge sweet gesture for my wife and I had this painting and it was several several hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. for this and it's a big fancy painting. And uh she doesn't she doesn't like it. <laughs> She's like, I don't what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what even is this? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, it's, uh, our our son painted that from the grave. <laughs> ah,
0: uh, that's fucking crazy,
1: man. Yeah, Ed, I, I'll send it to you. Uh I'm not giving that any any kind of plug, even to... Oh, no, not at all. But I'll send it to you. At, I'll send yeah, to I'd you love to me, check it out. Off mic. It's fucking gross. It's gross. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, How long have we been going? We're at an hour, man. What else you want to... We got one more? What else we got? Uh, I
0: think I might have ran through all What my else? Point. What else happening? Anything what, new? Uh, what else going on?
1: What, uh... Let's see. Hey, our favorite conspiracy guy is back at it. Our dance man.
0: Yeah. Run through it. it, it, it remind people who he is and, and let's hear what he's uh, up we to. We posted
1: a few videos of uh, a dancer, conspiracy theorist. Uh, was that episode two?
0: They- Maybe I think episode two we put that in. <laughs> I think, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it was one of the first clips yeah. ever. Um, he, uh, You can put a clip in right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy who uh, believes that 5G is caused by the government. And it's what caused coronavirus or corona's not real, uh, whatever day it is, depending. Uh he one time posted a picture of a dead bird next to a telephone pole as proof that five mm-hmm. as proof that 5G is uh is killing people. <laughs> He's like, this dead bird that's in the road dead definitely is dead from that and not the neck broke or the tire mark over it from being run over in the road anyway he uh he posted this big long rant about how bill Gates is uh selling microchips to whatever and then he won't be chipped and now he's saying the aliens are coming that's his big new rant but my favorite I'll, I'll, my favorite one though is uh he <laughs> he posted the other day that he had to go pick up <laughs> he had to go pick up his the medicine his grandmother needs oh they put it in capitals that she needs. And then he said, when I went there, they tried to make me wear a mask and check my temperature. And I tell you what, that's not the America. And then he just goes on like a six paragraph rant about how uh, he's not going to go in there and get.
0: get I'll let my grandma die. My grandma will not get her meds. (laughs) Too bad, grandma. America's over. You don't get your meds.
1: I'm not wearing a mask. I don't care about your heart medicine. Suck it up. That motherfucker Bobby, better not anyway, put on a
0: seatbelt. Like, you better rip all the seatbelts out of your car. You better take any safety precaution that has been forced upon you. Uh, you better take <laughs> all that shit out.
1: Now I'm stuck, though. In, I'm stuck in the conundrum of... Uh, oh, you keeping he him. Gets, he gets dumber with, like, everything. And I always want to rip on him for it because he gets me all cheesed off
2: Ooh, again, twice, twice.
1: Gets me cheese the hell right up. O- gets me cheese the H-E double hockey sticks off. Yep. All right? I said it.
0: Dude, don't spell so Since harsh. that. He
1: gets me cheese. <laughs> but I can't comment like, hey, bro, did your grandma get her medicine? Because I don't want him to block me because then I can't make fun of him to my friend on a podcast.
0: Nah, we need to keep this going. We need to keep, <laughs> need to keep the little updates on this guy going.
1: <sighs> so what? What? Uh, what are you going to do this next week before the next episode?
0: uh what am i doing i'm
1: going uh i'm going hiking
0: sunday uh just by you just gonna go to the to nah the you know girls involved i <laughs> i'm not i'm not hiking on my own on i my knew own that idea. i wanted
1: i wanted the ducats out there to uh that.
0: and yeah that i'm gonna play golf i'm gonna play golf tomorrow i played golf twice in the last week Wait, uh travis? yeah travis yeah we have a friend travis elkin that's from louisiana and uh, his wife is very successful. He gave us the buttweed and uh, the buttweed, dude. And uh, his wife's very successful. She's a doctor, and he's up here just mooching and uh, and <laughs> living on her. She's allowing him to live on his, on her couch until she realizes. One he of my favorite shit.
1: stories about about Travis is to uh, to punish me for for being a uh, for not liking John Cena at the time. Travis messaged me He was like Hey dude I've got second row seats To go see Raw In New Orleans You can come for free The only stipulation is You have to wear The John Cena gear That I buy for you To give to you So I'm like Oh so you'll give me The $200 ticket If I wear the $150 Of merch for free too Yeah alright And (laughs) Said it second row Living my fucking dream Watching Raw and loving it And uh, it's one of the reasons i love travis he was he entertained himself so hard laughing that i was wearing a cena shirt he was taking pictures of it, yeah like, look at it ah! fucking loved it uh to hit i mean to his joy now there's a commercial for the tv show total uh, total bellas is it total Bellas? yeah total bellas that uh whatever it airs on e i am in the commercial because it's like hey show that show that fat guy with a beard giving a thumbs down. It's just me and the crowd giving a thumbs down, but I'm wearing a Cena shirt. So it's immortalized. Yeah.
0: They, yeah, they played you a lot on that. Like, uh, yeah, you've popped up in a couple of WWE things because of that shot. And what's funny is, they know where the money is. Well, what's funny is, is they always show it in like a positive way about John Cena. <laughs> and they don't realize that you're like how much you don't like John Cena. And you're actually doing thumbs down. Wow. <laughs> while, yeah. while not, like, This
1: wasn't our, but I will tell you, uh, I I hate John Cena, but he just donated a million dollars to some Black Lives Matter like mm-hmm. charities and organizations and the dude uh has granted more make a wishes than anybody. He's even granted make a wishes during the pandemic, like putting mask on and going to visit kids that were terminal because he's a goddamn hero. So I'll boo him in ring, but the dude's a hero. I I'm still I still boo him in shirt, life.
0: Every time I see him, I'll, I still boo him. If I <laughs> I tell you, you ain't impressed me with shit. Boom! boom. Did
1: I I say say on the podcast that I met him in the Detroit airport? Yeah. (laughs) And I just made he just stood there for 15 minutes while I looked for a pen. Real nice dude. Whole time I was talking shit. I don't even really want the autograph. You're just gonna wait here though. I don't even I don't care. You ain't nothing to me.
0: Yeah, Trav. I like Travis though, Travis Elkins, because uh, yeah, he's like that. He'll just if he wants to have a good time, he'll just he'll pay for everything, take you out. Like he's he's one of the best dates you could have. Like,
2: oh uh, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's down to do shit. Like it's it's him. You know he. Travis, hey, you want to go play golf? Uh, and next thing I know, we're playing golf every week now because <laughs> he's just a good friend.
1: Do, uh, he used to do a character. He did stand up as a character, Travis from Longville. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my first, like one of the first open mics I ever went to. He headlined it, and I thought he was—I thought it was the funniest shit I had ever seen in my life. And he didn't break character for a while. Mm -hmm. Like I saw him at several shows before I realized that he was doing a character. And now he's just my friend, Travis, but I like the character better.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, I miss Travis from Longville. It's way better that (laughs) way. I, uh, yeah, he kind of got, he was very early. So that Travis from Longville character is, uh, it's a liberal, it's a liberal redneck is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. And he was doing that 10 years ago. Um, and, and now every fucking asshole on Facebook, uh, is doing some version of, I'm the liberal redneck type thing. Uh, but yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> did you just point to yourself hey, as hey. though just? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's wrap this shit up. I. Uh, All right,
1: hey, uh, out there in Duckett's land, it's been fun. Tune in next week, same ducket time, same buckets of channels.
0: Can't be said better, uh, <laughs> guys. Thank y'all so much for listening, man. Make sure you go uh, subscribe, uh, review, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Uh, let them know let them know that you love the show tell a friend about us um, we're going to keep hey, cranking yeah, these out every week uh, make sure you look us up on YouTube so you can see how pretty we are uh, we beautiful all the things we got uh, some big projects coming up some big plans we're looking yeah, to add we we're looking to add to some stuff you know you'll, you'll find out more and
1: expand our channel and our brand
0: exactly we're branding now uh, but yeah thank you guys so much uh, for listening uh, see you next week
1: it's been a blast